Good morning, good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 545 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you joined me yet again for another time where we gather in prayer. It is my hope that God speaks through this line, he hears our prayer, that he listens to us, and that I am used as a vessel unto honor for him and for his glory. And so I'm so grateful for each of you that um, trust the God in me, that you continue to pray for me as we pray and seek the Lord in prayer. And so I'm so grateful for this venue, this space, this place for us to talk to the Father and for him to speak to us. And one way that he speaks to us is through his word. And so today I would like to turn your attention to Jeremiah chapter 17, uh, verses 7 and 8. And I'm reading from the King James Version of these two verses. Again, that's Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 and 8. And it reads on this wise, Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope of the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river. And shall not see when heat cometh, but let but her leaf, excuse me, shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding the fruit. So far the scripture. And so this morning I come to you because I'm going to talk to you about um, an emotion, a feeling that is so dear to me, and that is the feeling of disappointment. Um, as a little girl, I learned about disappointment early on. Why? Well, I would have friends who um, I really loved and I really admired. And, of course, because children, some of them are kind and some of them are not so kind, um, I learned quickly how you can think so much of a person and think they're so wonderful, but yet they will talk about you. They will not make you feel good. They will ostracize you. And you know many of you can think about your childhood and think about maybe a bully or someone who bothered you. But that is almost parts of growing up. Some have it worse than others, but you've learned it early on. But then as I began to get older as a teenager, you know, I would also be put in these situations where I would be disappointed. And it would be from maybe wanting to go someplace, maybe wanting to see something, maybe wanting to, um, to, you like a boy and you would hope that he likes you back. And he might say that he did, but then he would disappoint you because you would hear that not only is he looking at you, but he's checking out another girl in school. And so all of these are just some um, examples that began to formulate me as a person in the area of disappointment. Well, I became an adult, and then people who I began to respect, to hold in high regard, they absolutely disappointed me. I hoped that they would have said what they said and meant it. I hoped that the way that they um, lived their lives was who they were. And when they made, of course, definitely when they made a promise, I hoped that they would always come through. But I learned quickly that people will disappoint you. And I said to myself, why? Why does this happen? Because, um, you know, I, I, one of my daughters, you know, she's dealing with disappointment from someone who she would feel that they would be truthful and honest. And, you know, I always tell her, be mindful because even though the person is saying one thing, they may be saying something else to others. And so I began to think about that, and I said, why? Well, I think it's because we put people in places where they don't really have any business being. And what, I'm, what do I mean by that? Well, you need to take people for who they are. You need to love people and respect people. But you also need to know that human beings are faulty. My mom always said to me that, 
people are selfish and they only care about themselves. And even when she would say it, I would always try to dismiss it because I did not want to believe that, especially when you have a family member, you have a, a friend for, for a good amount of time and you've been there for each other, you have supported one another and you expect that, yes, they might be busy, yes, they might be going through a, a rough spout, but that they are not selfish. And my mom consistently says these words to me. She tells me people are selfish and they only care about themselves. And so I began to think about that because recently in the last, I would say the last two years, I've been disappointed, but I've always been disappointed. And I said to myself, why? Because you are an encourager. You are the one who tells people to hold on, to to press, to fight for this situation. And then the very people that you might pray for, for me in particular, I might encourage, I might seek them out to tell them that you're going to win. They turn around, they dismiss me, they, I ask them to do something. And I don't ask a lot of things of people, but when people say to me, Sister Val, Miss Lee, Valerie, um, Mother, whom, however they address me, when they say, if you ever need something, if you ever need me to be there for you, I got you, I got you. And then when I actually took the time to say, I need you to help me with this. I need you to help me with, um, you know, I'm trying to develop a podcast. Um, can you kind of just direct me? And then the person says, sure, I'll get somebody to help you and never, ever call me again. Never, ever say anything. Or I need you to do something concerning um, the, the thing in school. I need you to um, meet me someplace. I need some support because I'm not really sure about how to handle this situation, and they don't come through. And I said, what, what is that? Why, why is that the case? Well, I thought about these two verses today where in um, the book of Jeremiah, where God is saying through Jeremiah that blesses the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. And he goes on to talk about that that person would be planted by the water. They would be able to, to, to spread out. And then when he comes, when the trials of life, the hard things come, they will always still be green. They will still be growing. They will, in the midst of drought, they will still begin and continue to yield fruit. And why is that important for you and I today? Well, I know that you've been disappointed. I've shared that I've been disappointed. And I'm telling you, it hurts me when, and I don't, I don't look at a lot of people to expect them to do certain things, but it's specific people. And when they do not come through, it, it almost rips me apart. And I said, what is this? And so this verse, though, these verses encourage me today to let me know why. Because God wants us to know, stop putting your trust in people. Yes, you can trust them up to a certain place or point, but you are to trust me. I'm the one that's going to be here. I am the alpha and I'm the omega. I'm here at the beginning. I'm in the middle and I am at the end. I am with you and I will never forsake you. I am your friend. I am your father. I am the, your shepherd and you shall not want. And so I took this this morning as I was up early and I began to ponder on this because I know many of you are disappointed. You're disappointed in your friends. You're disappointed in your spouse. You're disappointed with the people that you work with because you believe that they are who they say they are and they do things that disappoint you. And for some of you, it turns into discouragement. Well, I'm here today to tell you that, yes, you've been disappointed. Yes, you have been discouraged by what happened, but you are to trust in God. That's it. 
like the kids say now because they think they've said something new, but they say, period, right? You are to trust in God and nobody else. I'm not saying that you don't give some people an opportunity, but when you begin to hold people in a particular regard, sometimes they will show you that, yes, you might hold them in a particular regard, but they don't care about you. They only care about what they can get from you whether it is status, whether it is finances, whether it is you them, you yourself. They just want you for whatever they need for you for that moment, but they just don't care. They don't care about your feelings. They don't care that you're waiting to receive the text message from them. They don't care that you're expecting them to come through with the phone call. They don't care that they're going, they were supposed to introduce you to someone and you're waiting because you're like, okay, this is going to be the thing. And they just don't care unless it benefits them. That's terrible. And it's a horrible feeling. And I have felt it. And I know that you have felt it. But today I point you to Christ. I point you to God, the Father, through his son, Jesus Christ. He has made a way for you and I to not be disappointed because he knows the plans that he has for us. He knows the way that we take. He knows that he is our father and we are his children. And so today I just wanted to encourage you, for those of you that are dealing with disappointment, to look at it, shake it off, right? Um, Give the people or the person the grace and the mercy that God has given you when you have forgotten to pray, when you have forgotten to talk to him, when you have forgotten to tell others about the goodness of God, when you complained and you know that God has done great things for you, how he's brought you through, just give people grace and then step away, resolve and understand that people are human beings and they are faulty and they are made of dirt and dirt never ever wants to do right and so today i point you to christ i point you to the one who said to trust the me to hope in the lord because he is the one that plants us he is the one that keeps us and he is the one that blesses us so be encouraged today as we look to the lord in prayer and i know that this is called 15 minutes with him but today we're going to go over slightly because we want to intercede and stand um and i want to stand in proxy for you and for myself and for anyone who is dealing with this area of disappointment thank you jesus thank you jesus father in the name of jesus we come to you this morning yet again once more to praise you to glorify you to lift you up to magnify your name Lord, to give you all the glory that that you are deserving. You are our Father, you are our King, and we are grateful for you. Lord, I come to you, and I ask that you would forgive us right now, God. We confess our sins before you. We've done wrong. We've said something. We haven't done what we're supposed to do all the time. We've offended. We've offended you first. And so, God, we ask that you would have mercy upon us and that you would forgive us of our sins. We thank you for being a forgiving God, a loving God, a kind God, and a God that loves us and takes care of us. God, as we go out in our journey today and we begin to reflect on this word today, we know that we have been disappointed. God, so many of your people have gone through uh, grief, and they are grieving, and they are dealing with things, anger and frustration, but a lot of it is because they've been disappointed. They've been discouraged because of what disappointments happen. They expected something to happen. They they wanted this to go a certain way. They hoped 
that they would be chosen. They 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 didn't like the rejection that happened to them. And so because of that, God, they have been discouraged. God, you are the great encourager. You are the one who lifts our head. And so I bring your children before you today because this is a real issue. This is a real concern mm-hmm. that people are walking around dealing with the disappointments of life, and it, it has become so heavy that it has become a burden for so many of them. And so they turn and they've become bitter. They've become angry. They've become uh, remorseful. They don't trust people anymore. They don't participate. They don't go out. They don't gather. They don't want a fellowship because they have been disappointed. And the reason, God, they've been disappointed is because they held people in high regards. They put them in positions and they said that they will do this. And they trusted more in the person instead of at times trusting in you. And so this morning, I bring your children before you. I ask that you would lift up their hands that are hanging down, God, their knees that are knocking, God, that you would encourage them and let them know that you love them, that you gave yourself, you gave your son, Jesus Christ, for their lives. And so everything that we need, everything that we desire, everything that we seek, we need to seek in you. You said to seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and all of these things would be added unto us. And so this morning, God, help us to seek the righteous, the right standing things, the right things in you, to seek you, to seek how you want us to live, how you want us to talk, how you want us to behave, how you want us to deal with people. God, those people that are around us, and we know that they are talking about us. We know that they don't have any good intentions, God. And even when we want the best for them, that some will do just that because of what they've experienced, their pain, their hurt, their disappointments, which led to discouragement. And so they treat people and others the way that they have been treated, and it becomes a cycle. God, we break the cycle today in the name of the Lord Jesus, that they would know that you love them, that they would have a moment when they come to you and they repent for how they've behaved and how they have not trusted you and how they put others before you. God, you're a manservant who you took home to be with the Lord, Miles Monroe. He said it best that we put our expectations. And so whenever you have expectations, many times they will always be broken and they will fall because we are expecting people to act a certain way. And so marriages have been destroyed and friendships have been destroyed and collegial relationships have been destroyed because we expected people to do certain things and to behave a certain way. And when they don't come through, we are hurt. We are disgruntled. We are discouraged. So this morning, God, I ask that you would send your children directly to you, to them. They would take the time to talk to you, take the time to pray, take the time to seek you, God, while you may be found, to call on your name. It's any way that they can do it, God, because we don't want it to be a form of fashion. But as they're driving, as they're taking a shower, as they're sitting in their house, as they're in their beds, God, I ask that they would really talk to you and tell you, God, I'm hurt from what this person did. I'm hurt that they don't come through. I'm hurt that they haven't responded to me. I'm hurt that they have disregarded me because I'm not um, wealthy, because I'm not of a certain age group, because I'm not of a certain position or status, because I'm not the boss, so they don't care about me. God, I pray for your children today. These are the things that tend to become a weight upon us, and you said to lay aside every sin and weight that so easily besets us. And so, God, we don't want to be beset. 
We don't want to be pushed away. We don't want to be dismissed and disgruntled because we cannot get it together because we are hurt from what people have done to us. God, this is real talk to you today, and we need your help in this area, but we know that you're a God who saves us out of all of our troubles. You are our light and our salvation, and we are not to fear anybody. You are the strength of our life, and whom shall we be afraid? When the wicked come upon us to eat up our flesh, you said that they will stumble and they will fall. And so because those that come against us will stumble and fall, we don't have to fight them. You said to fret not thyself because of evil to us and be that, just be, don't be envious of those who work iniquity because they will be cut down like the grass. God, you take care of every enemy, every person that says one thing and does another. You take care of those who purposely try to hurt, purposely try to cause pain. You take care of them. And so, God, all you want us to do is take care of our relationship with you, to talk to you, to seek you, to pray to you, to Mm -hmm. fast to you, to be disciplined, to serve you with love, to serve you with joy, to serve you with gladness, to come before your presence with singing. And so this morning I pray for everyone who has deep-rooted disappointments in the name of the Lord Jesus, that you would begin to pluck them and let them know how much you love them and that even in the midst of all the struggles and and the suffering that they've been through, God, that you are reminding them that there are many afflictions that come to those who are righteous, but God, you deliver us out of them all. And then no matter what they've been through, you have kept them. You have allowed them to survive. You have allowed them to exist. You have allowed them to go through. God, you said that you're perfecting those things that concern us. And so because you are, you are taking the things that hurt us, that harmed us, that disappointed us, that caused discouragement to make us, to not break us, to make us become the best people that we need to become. And so today, God, we thank you for this opportunity to be straight with you that it hurt and it doesn't feel good, that the relationship that we thought was supposed to be did not prove itself. The relationship between friendships that was supposed to be did not prove itself. The the friendships, the the job um, situations, the church relationships, the, the, the relationships from growing up, childhood relationships, whatever it is that have caused your children to be hurt and heavy laden with the things that have caused great disappointment. Today, we put it on your shoulders. We give it to you, God. We surrender it so that we do not have to carry it. You said that we should cast our cares upon you because, God, you care for us. So because you care for us, God, I'm praying for your children. I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for those who don't even know how to utter a word of prayer in this area, but that, God, that you would meet them where they are, that you would help them through their situations, that you would supply their need, whatever it is that they were looking for the person or the people to come through, or the organization, or the the clients, whatever it is they expected those people, those situations to come through, and they did not come through, God, we ask that you would answer the prayer, that you would fix it, that you would set it up, that you would open another door, that you would grant them favor. So, God, those that were disappointed, this one was supposed to help them get the house, but they didn't do it. God, thank you for the company that's going to grant them the house, the one that they're going to get the loan, they're going to be able to purchase, that someone is going to buy them a house. Whatever it is, God, you are a God that you can make all things new and you can do things that are impossible. You can show up where we didn't expect it. You can make miracles in the midst of situations that seem like a miracle would not even happen. We thank you for this prayer today, God. We thank you that you're a God that listens to us in spite of us and that you understand every little thing that we go through. 
and that because you understand it, you help it to grow us into becoming the people that you have called us to be. Father, we ask now that you cover us this day, keep us safe in the car, keep us safe on the bus, the train, the plane, the boat, the bike, motorcycle, whatever it is, as we're walking, as we go to our respective places, God, help us to have a mindset that consistently keeps our mind stayed on thee. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this encouragement, and we thank you for prayer that we can talk to you about everything and any little thing, God, because whatever it is, you listen and you hear us when we call. We bless you for this today. We honor you as our king, and we thank you for the joy that is coming, the joy in the the telephone call, the joy in the relationship, the joy in the friendship, the joy even in the apology, whatever it is, God, you are a God that will send joy because you are our joy, and that joy gives us our strength. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you as king. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, and for your sake, God, amen, and amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so be encouraged today. Hold on, and don't fret. Don't fret, yes. Acknowledge what hurt. Acknowledge that someone or something didn't come through, but acknowledge that our God is God, and because he's God, he has plans for you. He owns the cattle of a thousand hills. The earth is his and the fullness thereof. So everything that you need, God's got it. Everything that you desire in God and in life, God has it for you. So be encouraged and know that the best is truly yet to come. You know that I love you, but God truly loves you more. Make sure you join me again when we gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. If you're receiving blessings and inspiration, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this experience with others. For information, visit us at ValerieLee.org. Until next time, join Sister Valerie Lee for 15 Minutes with Him.